Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. hey Welcome to the Calm Down podcast. I need to calm down. You know, since we're all working from home, well, are we? I feel like you and I never did work from home. But you know when you are working or were you on the Zooms and you get the texts or you get the emails right when you're supposed to be cheery and all sunshiny? That just happened to me. But it's go time. And it falls perfectly into side hustles. Exactly. What Aaron's referring to is on your laptop where the message flies in. Half the time, I don't turn the notification off. So it's the dinging. Like, I'm that person in the background. And so when you see just the headline of the email come through and it's not news you want, well, we're going to get into all of that. Welcome, everybody, to the Calm Down Podcast. This week, it is all about, as Aaron just mentioned, our side hustles. Not to reduce them, by the way. These are full-blown businesses. But we we like to... (laughs) Um, affectionately and maybe humbly refer to them as side hustles because we have a lot of different hats we wear and this isn't, you know, uh, the Aaron and Carissa talk about how great they are podcasts. It's more, um, we decided to have this podcast be about business because it's a constant quest that we have to grow our own businesses, to learn from other entrepreneurs and just continue to be honest about a space that we're both new to. You've been in it a little bit longer, but um, before we get into all of that, how was your week? And my sweetheart, I got a bunch of messages asking about you after Aww. our last podcast. I had a lot of people very um, concerned and, and asking how you're doing. And I thought it was so sweet that you were so vulnerable with your your experience that you've been going through. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I thought the, um, I don't know if that's my emails or yours. I don't think it's mine. Probably mine. Um, yeah, sure. You deal. You know, what are you going to do? Um, I got a lot of great feedback. My husband and I both did. And that was very, very sweet. And thank you. I read everybody's DMs and got text messages and it was really, really kind. Um, good. I am happy to report besides the email I just got, but I'm not going <laughs> to let it affect me because you know why? There were no lows in my weekend. I'm going to tell you why. The high of my weekend, and I'll, I talked to you earlier today and I told you a little bit about this. I had an amazing um, energy, spiritual healer, osteopath come to my house on Saturday 
work on me because I just, I had told you, you know, privately, and I'll say it here, I had never felt as in the dumps personally as I have felt over the last two weeks because of everything my husband and I had experienced. And listen, you've been there for me through my stalking, my cancer, everything. And I just like, I never had COVID. And I listened to you talk about COVID brain. I felt like I had COVID brain. Like Mm -hmm. I just... I forgot words. I just, I was just really slow and I was feeling really bad for myself. So I kind of had to, to get out of this, um, a line from sex in the city movie, my Mexicoma. Um, <laughs> but I want to be in a Mexicoma. And so I, um, talked to a dear friend and she, uh, hooked me up with this woman and she was an angel. As soon as I talked to her on mm. the phone, she was fabulous. As soon as she came to my house, She gave off a great vibe. I was telling you the things that she was doing. She, you know, sat me down and kind of talked about things I wanted to improve on and things I do as a person. And that kind of taught her where to work on me, on my body. Have you ever heard of rolfing before? I I haven't. I've I've rolfed. I've actually rolfed like um, uh, like a a rolfing, like throwing up, but not a rolfing. Oh, good. That's very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Ralphie from Christmas Story. There's a lot of delineations of Ralphie. Ralphie but, or Stephen Ralph Andrews, my dad. Oh, angel uh, face. But no. what is the medical or uh, like holistic reference you're making? Don't know, but um, I can explain <laughs> what I went through. Basically, she was working on things that I was feeling at the time from, you know, what we had suffered over the last two weeks. And my whole deal was fear, anxiety, and anger. Yep. There they are. The three, the three that I am dealing with. Mm -hmm. And she said like fear and anger were kind of located in your liver and your diaphragm. And she went in there and started digging. And this wasn't like a pampering, calming massage. This was going after your business inside, like Mm -hmm. trying to just work the inside of your body to help you have a release. I told you she then worked on my jaw. I tighten up my jaw. I feel things in my chest and in my um, neck when I have anxiety. She literally put gloves on and worked the back of my mouth where I had tears coming down my eyes just to kind of open me up. Mm -hmm. We did a meditation. We did all of that. But the one thing I wanted to tell you about, she has a company called Saint Supply. It's drinking olive oil. She is Greek. If you look up Saint Supply, you'll find her writing it down. She is very good looking. Um, I already have somebody I want to set her up with. And um, yes. She does. She believes in drinking olive oil every single day. It's good for uh, what was the word we said? Anti-inflammation. Um, it's good for your skin. It's good for so many different things. Look it up on Instagram. It's not a plug. I did it this morning. You're supposed to savor it. You're supposed to sip it. It's supposed to help you out from the inside out. Uh, listen, I love a product. I'll buy anything in a store <laughs> and I'll buy anything from a healer, you know? Well, I a, a couple different things. When we spoke earlier, um, I was really proud of you for doing that because I feel like that's also something that was like outside your comfort zone or maybe before any of this had happened, you weren't yeah. as open to doing. So I think that that speaks to a lot of things when we're going through traumas being, you know, just sort of having an open mind about healing and not just suppressing it or being like, it's mm-hmm. fine, I'll get over it and whatever. So really working from the inside out. What I found was fascinating was the liver, that that's where yeah. you carry all of your anxiety. Is it anxiety? I think my anger and my fear anger were and your fear. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I wonder, because I love a cocktail, I wonder yeah. if when that's happening or like when your body is like trying to, you know, hence why that it 
everything moves through your liver to like detoxify you. I wonder if it gets stored there. I'd love to learn more about it because I've always just been a person and I grew up this way where it was like, oh, if there's a problem, like just go for a run or go work out and like you'll get over it kind of a thing, right? And like Mm -hmm. get like some natural endorphins, which I do think is really helpful. And you and I are both like this where it's like we feel better after we work out. But I would love to learn more about your experience because I think that even independent of not having, you don't have to have gone through a trauma to have it be beneficial. So I think that that's great. I love that. Well, just in listening to people that she works with and listen, everybody has like things that they've gone through in their life and it doesn't have to be a huge trauma. Like you said, it's just taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. your inner self. We do so much. And you and I said it, you know, we get our hair colored, we go to a facialist, we work out religiously. We're really good. Like, I mean, get your eyelashes, get your Botox, get anything done. But are you really working on the inside of yourself? I mean, it's just, it makes a ton of sense. And it was, you know, the things she was saying to me in the meditations we were doing and so forth, a lot of visualization, which helps me Although I hate when you're sitting there and you're in a full-blown meditation and you're like, shit, do I have to pick up the dry cleaning this week? (laughs) Go back to Zen, go back to Zen. Um, But yeah, you know, and she said, it's not like I'm telling you things you haven't heard before. It's just like, you know, I love a list. She gave me a list. These Mm -hmm. are all the things, very long list I need to work on. So yeah, but I was so thankful. I mean, she, full-blown angel, I loved her. So much so she walked in our house and made Jarrett help get her massage table out and everything here. He sat and talked to her for 10 minutes. She of course so he lovely. did. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> Whether or not she was hot, Jared is that guy that anybody oh, that, yeah. hey, how's it going? By the time you guys are done with like anybody that's walked in your home, he like knows her, um, her birthday, her astrological sign. Like, yeah. He's so sweet. He's just such yep. a good person. But I'm really happy that you had that experience. And I, now, Thank I mean, you. I'm like, can I get her? I need, like, I want to get in on all that action, all the goodness. I, know, I need I it know. for sure. What'd um, you do this weekend? Um, I'm in New York. I'm actually so sweating currently because I turned off the AC. It is 7,000 degrees here, which I, guess I didn't realize it was that hot there already. I, it's not normally. Kyle said like, oh, it doesn't normally get this hot until like July or August. It's oh. like I'm constantly sweating. Like no yeah. one needs all that. But I went for um, a run this morning and it's like, that's when I'm into the heat is when you want to yes. sweat and it's that good humidity. But I had a great weekend. I told you um, last week, I felt like I wasn't being a great wife and I was being selfish and not really making it about my husband. So I took him on a little staycation. We went to a hotel. And then, of course, I got in a fight with the manager because the one, I'll call him out, hotel, they had to like, I know. And the thing is, it's like, I don't want to get in a fight with the manager. I don't want to be that person because it also embarrasses Kyle where he's like, please stop. And I'm like, I'm trying to be better about this. But if I pay for something, then I feel like I should get the equal service. And this will play into later, like our own business things where it's like, if someone's going to pay for something, we want to provide them with the best product, the best servicing, whatever. So when I go to a a nicer hotel and you're going to spend your hard-earned money. So anyways, before I could get in a full-blown fight with the manager. Kyle's like, let's leave. So we left and he was able to rectify something and we had a great time and we hung out on a pool. And like, you look, having the pool top access in New York, like on a day like, you know, the weekends that we had was wonderful. So I enjoyed that. I will. Um, also, I haven't said this yet. Uh, I'm leaving New York. We're moving. We are moving to another place. I'll just say it. Who cares? I'll end up saying it anyways. Nashville. Um, so we'll be- yeah. Between LA and Nashville. So we're both kind of, you know, I didn't feel like I got 
got the full on New York experience because of COVID this past year. And so I'm trying to soak it all up. And now New York's like completely open. I went to Starbucks the other day, left the apartment, no mask in the elevator, no mask in Starbucks. I felt like a new person. And I, I don't know if LA is like that yet. Is it? No, I don't Not know yet. if I'm ready for that yet. No, either. no. But you're vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, even though like a bunch of us, I know you don't like when I say this, a bunch of us went out yesterday. It was a birthday party, one-year-old birthday party. (laughs) Got a big Nobu date with everybody tonight too. You're not in town, so you can't come. I know. Someone said that to me, or not someone, a couple of people were like, why do you get like jealous of Aaron having other friends? I was like, well, I was kind of kidding and kind of not. But it was more of the fact that like when your best girlfriend's like hanging out with other people, you just want to be in on the action. So, okay. they want you to come, by the way. They all want you to come. They do. They told me. You're just not in town. I know. But, um, Um, well, that's fun. Yeah. So we had a great weekend, all the things. And New York, I mean, you lived here for a couple years. Like, yeah, there's so much to love about the city. And I'm trying to soak it all up. What's the restaurant situation? Is Are you guys mostly inside or is it both in and out? What are they doing? Well, similar to LA, and I'm sure if other listeners, uh, you guys live elsewhere, I don't know how it works for you guys, but that expansion of the restaurant out into the street, that's huge here because there's so many like bike lanes and, you know, whatever bus lanes or whatever that they turned into restaurant space and they're leaving them, which is cool. It's very European. because they didn't do away with it. And so it's fun to sit outside and, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not like a New Yorker by like, you know, I grew up on the West coast. And so for me, it's like why it's still fun and exciting as someone who's like, hasn't lived here longer than a year is like to go and like each neighborhood has its own identity and its own vibe. So I'm into it. Do you know what I haven't told you we did this past week? What? This was obviously after we taped our podcast last week. Joel Santos, our producer, Chris and I work with him. Um, he's wonderful and even more so wonderful because he's just as talented, but he also deals with our shenanigans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is working on a special project right now with Tom Rinaldi, who joined Fox Sports last year. It was kind of towards, it was during playoffs actually mm-hmm. that he joined us. They were in town and asked if Jarrett and I would like to meet them for dinner, met them for dinner. Jarrett had never met Tom before. Oh. So... We go to dinner and it was so great. We were just saying, we just wanted to be out. I wanted to talk sports because I was Mm -hmm. so done, you know, just being at home and being sad. We go out, my husband, he's obviously watched Tom Rinaldi. And for those of you who don't know Tom Rinaldi, I worked (laughs) with him at ESPN. Carissa did as well. He is the guy whenever you need a, I mean, why am I meeting Tom Rinaldi after I've just been crying my brains out for two (laughs) weeks? Great question. I just thought of it now, but he is the guy on college game day, during golf, during tennis, all of it. He has just the heartfelt, thoughtful, mm-hmm. unbelievable features that they would provide. And now we're so excited tears. that he's with us at Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes. Full-blown, full-blown tears. So, you know, we were excited to go out. We started, you know, having a couple of drinks. He started, it was like Jarrett Stoll's E360. <laughs> what was your hardest hit? No. What was the worst loss you've ever had? Game seven against the Carolina Hurricanes was going to be his first cup. He's really supposed to have three, only has two. Anyways, um, oh, only has two. And what was the moment? Oh, moment from the locker room after your game seven loss in the Stanley Cup finals that you remember that stands out to you. My husband was unbelievable. It was like a dating show. I learned things about his career I never knew. You know what he said? What did he remember after losing game seven of the Stanley Cup finals? He was only in his second year, by the way. 
He said, all the older guys that will never win a cup oh. that never did. And their young kids coming in the room to oh. hug them. Oh, again, okay. of course, Jared said that. Yeah, God. But leave it I to know. Rinaldi to ask the questions that elicit the emotional reaction. I know. <laughs> and Jared was talking about how he was a second year player. He's in game seven. They're down by a goal. It's a minute left. He's out there to take the face off. He won the face off. And I'm like baited. Oh. I'm like, what happens next? It was <laughs> awesome. It was such a great dinner, but I felt exhausted afterwards emotionally. <laughs> You're like, I've just been into your point, yeah. the documentary of Jared Stoll's career. Oh God, what a guy. Rinaldi, he yep. does. The second his voice, his voice is very much like Keith Morrison whenever I watch the detective shows or like yeah. the Datelines. The second you hear that voice, like you know something's going to happen. So, oh good. I'm glad that you were able to have a great time and you're feeling better. We have a great podcast. We'd like to believe it's a great podcast. As I mentioned, we're going to talk all things business coming up next. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. Aww. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. How now, brown cow? What I was trying to say, because I'm a professional broadcaster, is welcome Hi. back, everybody, to the Calm Down Podcast. Did you ever take voice lessons? 
No, but I should. And I know America wants me to. I get okay. it. I, I've listened to my voice on this podcast. Wowzers. Why? What do you think is wrong? What it's is wrong with your nasally. voice? I do have a Kardashian twang. I hate listening really? to people in my life that are like, so like I, it drives me crazy. I don't I hear that myself, at all from you. Oh boy. Do I hear it when I listen to this? You I'll have tell you what voice. I've learned. I, oh, I appreciate that. But I'll tell you what I've learned. Take a breath. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean. Jesus, Carissa, let somebody else no. have a, a get a word in. Um, well, guys, this is a calm down podcast, and I'm going to calm down <laughs> about all things involving business. I have leaned on my good friend, Aaron, who has successful. I'll say all the things and then she'll get weird and be like, OK, stop. Where? No, on my list. I'm learning to love myself. You know? Oh, angel face. That needs to be number one. Uh, as yep. Scott Thompson likes to say, you got to be the president of your own fan club. So. Your wildly successful clothing line of wear. First of all, I love wear. And for people that don't know, the when you spell out wear, W-E-A-R, the E-A is in the middle of your name. Who came up with that name? Start from the beginning. Why did you want to start wear amidst everything else that you had going on in your life? I came up with that after many, Ooh. many cocktails. Cheers. True story. So I was sitting in a hot tub with Alyssa Cute. Green, my husband's teammate who was traded from Edmonton with him over to LA. And we were visiting our friends in Montana. And we were all kind of just sitting around and talking about, you know, side hustles. And, you know, we had said there's, I, I think then we were talking about going, the season was starting back up. It was the all-star break and what to wear and there's nothing to wear. And mm. I, that just always stuck with me. And you know, I'd worked college game day for all those years, had been on those college campuses. I'm a diehard Florida Gator fan from going to school there and being 43 and trying to wear something that's either T. You saw me the, like a couple of weeks ago when you came out of my house. You're, you're like, what are you wearing? I was like, team issued shorts and a hoodie. I look like a five-year-old. You get that. It looks so anyways, great. It looks great. Felt great. So I just felt like there was a white space within the team apparel world that somebody like me who has a very tomboyish kind of fashion sense, somebody that wants to wear a hoodie that is actually comfortable and stylish. And basically watching my husband play, I wanted to cheer for him and wear Kings gear or wear Packers gear or wear Gators gear and then be able to go to dinner in it. I felt like it, mm -hmm. the gear that was out there was specifically like if you were tailgating or you were at the arena and you're yeah, or you're like wearing home. a Jersey. Yeah. Right. We're not wearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just felt like there was a huge white space for it. And that Super Bowl came around and I went to it. It was in San Francisco. I think it was Super Bowl 50. And I was asked to host a women's NFL shop event. And I was going to talk X's and O's and break mm -hmm. down the game. And they actually asked me to wear the gear that was there. And I had said to my girlfriend, Alyssa Green, I was just like, what, how am I going to wear this? Like, I don't even like this. So it was then and there afterwards, I went to dinner with a couple of people from my management team. And we sat there and we started drawing it out and started talking about it and what could be the possibility. And we were at one of those tables that you could write on. And I just grabbed a pen and I was messing around with my name and I said, where? And then you could, you know, do light different bulb, things light bulb, with light, we mm -hmm. are and all that kind of stuff. We took a picture of it. And one of the girls that was at the table with us, her name's Corral. She works for Smack Entertainment. She took a picture of it, you know, got it framed for me. So so yeah, cute. it kind of went from there, but the that's why. That's why I wanted to do it. I really felt there was a white space, but man, it took freaking forever. It took about five to six years for anyone to listen 
Why do you think idea. that is? If you're the foremost authority, which you are as a female broadcaster in the space, why do you think if it was even that difficult for you to be heard, why is that? Why are there so many hurdles on your way to, you know, a branding or whatever, whatever the item or business is? I think a couple things. One, people wanted to know if I would really get behind it. That's a big thing I've noticed when you're doing, you know, when you're pushing a product, when you're pushing a company, when you're pushing an idea. We know you have a busy schedule, Aaron and Carissa. How much are you really going to back it? That's mm-hmm. what they asked us when we wanted to do this podcast. That yeah. was something that they brought up. Okay, but how much work are you really going to put into it? Right. Um, you know, and and you say, I'm going to put so much work into it. It's going to be my baby. It's going to be my heart and soul. People don't really believe it. Also. This has been tried before. I was told that a lot. But for some reason, and and listen, the fans, Mike Mulvihill, the fans are right down the middle. They are female and men. It is 50-50, especially in the NFL, especially in Major Mm -hmm. League Baseball. So females really hadn't been catered to. That was something we were hearing a lot. And then they were just saying to us, yeah, we know we need to cater to our females. We just... We kind of, nothing had really worked. I mean, so are you meeting with the league had done? What's that? Are you meeting with the league? Like what's that first meeting that you take? We did meet with the league. We actually met with people that had the actual license first. We, we met with a group that was already producing for the NFL Mm -hmm. and we met with them and we, you know, getting in the door was kind of hard. And then you got to come up with a proposal and then you got to come up with a presentation, presentation, then a proposal. Oh, and money. Well, yeah. And then they have to go to the league and then you have to meet who they want to design it and style it. And then it just never went anywhere. And it was kind of like dating somebody that you liked them and and sometimes they liked you and sometimes they didn't. I was just kind of getting led on for a couple Mm. of years. No one finally I was like, this isn't working. This isn't working. We went another route to a manufacturer who had a license and was with the NFL and we got really, really, really close. Then they had a whole organizational change and the person who loved it, who was at the top was gone. So then Mm -hmm. it kind of fell flat on its face. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, my manager, who is my partner with this whole thing, Constance Schwartz-Marini, she works with Michael Strahan with Smack. I mean, we had our ups and downs. We had a lot of fights about this because when it was kind of dead and there was no heartbeat, I was still like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she's done a lot, obviously, with Stray's line and working with the NFL. She's like, dude, when it's right, it will come. And Mm. I got sensitive about it. And it really taught me how to work with her and how to work with other people because it's like, it's got to be the right time. And finally, was it Houston, the New England Atlanta Super Bowl? We had it in Houston. Fanatics was having a Super Bowl party. Mike Rubin was having a party. And Constance said to me, let's just go to the party. I was like, I have a production meeting. She's like, great. You'll be there for 10 minutes and then get to your production meeting on time for the Super Bowl the next <laughs> two days later. Side note. So yeah, run into the party. You know, there's all these celebrities there. Everybody's getting down. My husband's like going from buffet to buffet. I'm like, oh, come on. I got to go meet Michael Rubin, Wizard of Oz. You know, I walked up to him. I introduced myself and I just said, hey, I'm Aaron Andrews. And when the Super Bowl is all over, please just give me 10 minutes. I'll fly myself to New York. I have a huge idea for a female clothing line. He had told me, I've heard it all before. Eh, I've heard it all before. That's what he said? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Get a drink. And, you know, he had heard it all before. Long story short, I flew myself to New York a couple months later after I was done hounding Constance. 
and away we went and it went really, really fast. My first year. Why do you think it changed? Why do you, what, what did you do? What changed his good uh, questions? Like, why did he change his mind? I sat in front of him in this meeting and I basically, as I either said, like diarrhea of the mouth or puke of the mouth, I just kind of showed him my excitement. I just kind of went after it. I just puked on the table and said, this is what I want. This is what I can do. This is the power of smack. This is the power of what I can do. Like, let us try this. Let us try this. And I I don't remember. I think they thought about it for a minute. And then it got harder from there. He paired us with a manufacturer that didn't work and they weren't interested. And finally, one day I just called him. I was actually laying on this couch behind me and I was <laughs> so frustrated and I called him and I just, I think I started crying. I was like, I know oh. we're so close to something. And it's like, Julie Roberts, I have all of this and no one ha- will no help one me. will help me. And I have and to buy a dress in- for dinner tonight. Tonight. <laughs> uh, he called in a favor to a manufacturer and away we went. And from there, gosh, we could write a book about it and still could. But yeah, it just, and I'll tell you this, and then I want to get onto your route and we can go back and forth. Um, Allie, what is Allie Love's, or it's not Allie Love, that's Peloton. What's Allie's last name from Drybar? I know Me? Brian's looking it up right now. Yeah, I, I know. I might feel bad. I'm blanking. I, I'm so I'm I'm blaming my forgiveness and grief mm. mind right now. I, Allie, I, I wish I could help you. The creator of Dry Bar, I Allie Webb. Thank you, Ryan. Love you, um, <laughs> Ryan, our producer. I saw her. She was getting her hair done when I was getting my hair done with Justin Anderson one day, and this was before we had signed a deal. This was before anyone was listening, and I told her about this. And I just said, look, I have this idea. And I said, how did you do it? How did you break down the doors mm-hmm. with dry bar? How did you do all this? And she said, it was exactly like you. I would sit in boardroom after boardroom and tell them of this idea of dry bar I had. And all these men would look back at me and say, that sounds like a hair salon. Mm-hmm. There's already a lot of those. Why do we need this? Mm-hmm. And she said, finally, one day somebody gave me my shot. And my friend, Justin Anderson, who's a hairstylist said, and how much money do you have in your bank account now? Because she <laughs> blew it up, right? I, well, I, I've got her products. I mean, I'm glad I know her first name now. I've never met her. But I use all the dry bar products for the dry shampoos yeah. and for all the other things. So yeah, all it takes is that one. And for you, it just sounds like that honest conversation that you had in order for everyone to, to to feel like, okay, you're passionate about this. Exactly, exactly. But her message was, if you believe in it, if you know it's going to work, keep knocking those doors down. And look, I mean, we've had a lot of Heismans put in our face, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, hands to the face. Man, not so much. We still are. We still are fighting the fight. But that's because we believe in the product so much. We believe in the reach that we have. And there's been a lot of nasty things said along the way, but I kind of use those as my Aaron Rodgers chips on my shoulder. You yep. know, I'll always remember them. They fuel my fire. I'm not going to keep them in my liver, though. I'm no, not. you're not. No, no you're not. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. Because you know no. what happens? It comes out as cystic acne right here on my chin. Oh, I just no. got one of those this morning. And I, um, I, went, I was so excited. I got it out very easily. Normally, oh, you know, girl. the jawline, that's an excessive uh, amount of testosterone, I'm told. Yeah. Weird. Uh, but anyways, but it's are. hard. It, it's hard to get them going, but believe in yourself. Keep knocking those doors down. And, you know, you have to believe that it's going to happen, but don't give up. Don't give up. Let's go to house and home and then we can keep this going. What made you want to do this? And don't say you were bored. You have a talent for this. Well, I very much appreciate that. And your endorsement means a lot. And I know your space means a lot. I mean, you've let me come into the aforementioned warehouse and a house that you built with this amazing clothing line to, you know, sort of literally house 
your business. So you've allowed me to come in there and, and do a little bit here and there in terms of design. The impetus of House and Home for me was based around the idea that I've always believed, and this is whether I lived in a dorm room or I lived in my shitty one-bedroom apartment or my first house I ever bought, I always believed that your space is your sanctuary. And mm-hmm. so no matter how much money you do or you don't have, you should love where you live and you should be yeah. proud to open the door and who's ever coming over, you shouldn't have to make an excuse of like, oh, sorry, but this this isn't it or sorry, but this isn't this. So for me, it was no matter where I lived, I, I I never got my deposits back in any places I lived because I was always painting the walls. I was like hanging pictures. I was doing all the things, but I really do believe that your home is your sanctuary. And with like to drown out all the exterior noise, when you walk in the door, you have to love the space. So during COVID, you know, I was thinking about different ways and everyone was in their home and not allowed to go anywhere else. So this Mm -hmm. idea that I always had to do a virtual design company kind of came to be. And I'm very much like you. Like once I get something in my head, like there's no stopping us. Um, Now, sure, there's a lot of stop signs along the way. But if someone wasn't going to help me or, you know, I originally was going to do this with somebody else and I gave her till midnight to decide if she was going to do it. She 1201 came. She hadn't responded. I wrote her a message. I said, we're done here. And I just kept for you. Yeah, it ended up being such a huge blessing. But that's the thing like for me and I would say to anyone listening that's thinking about starting a company or, you know, even just an idea that they have about a product, anything, just keep going. Look, house and home is very new. And it's literally like in utero, as I like to say, is like it hasn't Mm -hmm. even spawned into its infancy yet. There's so many things I want to do with it. But first and foremost, I appreciate people like yourself, not just because we're friends, but like believing in, you know, having something outside of sports that we love to do. I heard um, actually Kim Kardashian talk about this the other day. She was doing some interview and when everyone's always like, oh, the Kardashians, like we have to stop that. They have been relevant for 20 years. So I don't want to hear that it's like, oh, it's just a reality show or she just had a sex tape. Like, there's been 20 years of equity in business led by Kris Jenner that has proven that these women can sell shit and there's a, no coincidence that Kylie, whatever you think of whatever, is a billionaire. And that right. Kim, and even getting her law degree, like you can be, she was giving a talk and she said something about somebody had messaged her and said like, stay in your lane and how it was so motivating for her because it was very similar to you know, the phrase shut up and dribble, like athletes are just supposed to be athletes. They can't be anything more. And so anyways, the tangent here is whether it's starting a company like where, or for me with house and home, I believe in being multifaceted and I really, really admire the business side of things. I definitely don't know as much as I want to know. How could we? We didn't go to school for this. No, I bought a book the other day, How to Start a Company. Or actually, it said How to Start a Business or something. And I like, put it in, in the office being like, all right, I'm going to figure this out as I go. But I also didn't go to school to be a broadcaster. You know, I d- figured that out with internships. So for anyone listening or uh, cares to know about an entrepreneurial start, I would say if you have an idea like you did with Where or if I did with House and Home, believe in it and work your ass off. Like that's the part where I am uh, like the emails or the inquiries or things like that, or crying half the time because I just want my clients to be happy. I think it has to come from a genuine place of desire to want to keep doing and juggling, right? Of like prioritizing your life. So yeah, it's been really fun. I'm really, I'm really motivated by the potential of what this can be. So yeah. What's, uh, here's my Tom Rinaldi voice. What do you got? Carissa. What's been your biggest struggle so far with house and home? Thank you. That's a great question, Erin. It's the lack of time. 
I yeah. think, and I'm not very good at delegating because I will pass off. I have a couple wonderful employees and I'll pass, and some stuff I do pass off, like the administrative stuff. Like I'm not good at sitting on the phone with CB2 and returning a vase that's broken for three hours. I'm just not good at it. I'm not even but good I, with that with my own clothes. Yeah. I mean, right. But it's this control that I want to have because I do want it to be right. And I want to, um, as the face, like the company and like the company is my own, I think I have to learn to relinquish some control and trust that other people can execute it as well. So yeah. I'm learning to do that. But again, like I said, this is so new that hopefully that comes over time. And, um, you know, one of the many reasons we wanted to start this podcast was to talk to, you know, other women that have done this, uh, Whitney Hurd, or now hopefully we could maybe get Allie Webb on here, but to just hear their stories. And it doesn't have to just be women, of course, like men that have been very successful in their entrepreneurial oh, yeah. space. I was actually reading today, about Jeff Bezos's announcement that he's going to space with his company. Um, like, here's a guy that just dominated Amazon, b- created the greatest company probably at that history will say it was ever invented. And now here he is going to space with his other companies. So talk about reinvention. I mean, it's just a guy that continues to not just stay in his lane. I mean, this guy's going to space and he's like, you know what? I am not only going to start a space company, but I'm going to be the first person in the spaceship. So that's crazy. But um, yeah, I don't know. Are you enjoying the process of where or does it create more frustrations than joy? That's exactly what I was just about to ask you. What has brought you joy with House and Home? Um, yeah, no, it does. It, it's a lot. And I think it's because in this, hey, good problems to have. It's moving so fast right now. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah, all you have, just you have all the trying leads. to keep we're, up. Sorry, sis, um, I don't mean to interrupt you. You have no, no, all no. the leagues except baseball, right? We're just waiting except for MLB, for which yes. is amazing. It's amazing. And you think that, oh, you have all the leagues, but then you're like, but wait, there's how many teams in each league, right? And we want each team to feel special and we want each league to feel special. And we, by the way, are a very small company that are is trying to make this work. And I think what, yes, I do have a lot of joy. It's very cool. I need to, part of on my checklist, one of the things I need to step back and do is actually enjoy what you've mm-hmm. done. But I do believe what has made me so successful is I don't stop. Now, sometimes that could really hurt you when you need to, i.e. the last two weeks. But um, yeah, I do. I just, I know that we can be better. I also have a lot of fear that when football begins, my focus and my energy and my time Mm -hmm. goes to my job that pays the bills and my true love. And the reason why I'm allowed to have wear is because of my NFL broadcasting career. Yep. So I just like, little potholes that I, you know, fell into two seconds before we started recording this podcast. I don't know why that happened. And I'm, I'm confused why it happened and we need to find out. So we're well oiled when I get going in three months for the NFL season, but it's so much learning, you know, it just really is. And that's why I asked Kevin Hart one time, and I'm curious with Stray too, who's a friend of ours, just the thoughts in your head, how do you just calm them down? You know, like I just, I feel like I'm always making to-do lists because I have so many things to check up on. You're the, a really good to-do list person. And your handwriting is so good. Like my to-do, look at it, it's all like scribble. You're very, you have very good penmanship and lists. Yeah. But I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about Bill Belichick's voice in my head and it was do your job, right? We're I remember working. Um, what? We're on to Cincinnati. No. I'm no. just joking. Bill um, Belichick. No, 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 I was thinking about 
Got it. Um, Randy Moss, when I used to work with Randy Moss, mm-hmm. and I was like, what was it like playing for Bill Belichick? And he was like, it's exactly what you think, that everyone just, like he, his whole motto, it's why it's on their Super Bowl rings of do your job. If yes. you're the wide receiver, just run the route. If you're the quarterback, distribute the ball. If you're the running back, run the ball. If you work in the kitchen in the cafeteria, you don't need to weigh in on what plays we should be calling on, yes. the, on the sideline. Do your job. And so I, yes. I think that in business, there's the aspect of delegation going, hearing myself talk about relinquishing some of that control, is that if it is someone's job to do whatever in your company and they don't do it, then there's, you know, then call them out, then, uh, you know, ask them to be better, things like that. I remember my dad telling me a story about management, right? That is, you have to do the things that even if you don't want to do them, you're, as the owner of the company, you'll have to do. My dad owned the car dealerships. And that all the all the all the salespeople were like huddled around, and he's like, "What the fuck? Why are these guys not selling cars? What's going on?" So he walks outside and he goes, "What the hell's going on here?" And they're like, "Oh, I forget the guy. Steve's phone fell in the bathroom. He took a shit, and now the phone's in the in the toilet, and they don't know how to get it out." My dad goes, "What the fuck?" He goes in, he puts his hand in the toilet, takes the cell phone out, oh, throws it at the guy, that? gross, washes his hand. He goes, "Now sell some fucking cars." And it was this idea of like, if it's yours, I don't want to hear what's happening. I don't want to hear excuses. Get the phone, wash your hands, sell some cars. So yeah, I think that hopefully, um, I, I know I think about this as my company hopefully continues to grow and yours grows even further, that it's delegation, it's allowing other people to do their job. And when they don't, you're going to get called out for it because you're the person who will call yourself out if you're not doing right. it, right? If you don't totally. show up for a game and you don't have, you don't, they throw, Joe and Troy throw it down to you at halftime and you're not there. You can't be like, well, you know, I got stuck in the elevator and like it I was couldn't. so Gu- weird. Yeah. Guess, yeah. Guess what? You need to be on the sideline for your hit and do your job. So mm-hmm. anyways, I am just super excited to hopefully have this podcast as a platform to talk to other entrepreneurs and people who have been wildly successful in their respective spaces so we can be motivated and learn and hopefully grow our own company. Before you wrap up, I want to do house and home some justice here. Why don't you tell people exactly what it is? Aww. So if they're interested, I love you. They could make you have even Thank less time you. on your hands. Yeah. I love you so much. Thank you so much. So House and Home is a virtual design company. It can also be in home if you are in whatever respective city I'm in at the time, whether that's Los Angeles or Cal- uh, New York Nashville. or Nashville. Exactly. So the idea being is I can design your space from anywhere. You send me floor plans, measurements, inspiration photos, and then with... Uh, Things like Amazon and Target and all these delivery services, I can design your space from afar. So the conceit of that was during COVID, I wasn't allowed to be in anyone's home, but then realized that that model does actually work. And if you want affordable design, because that's the other thing is interior design services are very, very expensive. And a lot of designers mark up all their stuff. I'm not interested in doing that. I want you to just have a beautiful home, pay a set price, and then ensure that you can have access to a home that maybe you never thought you would have had. And you want people to come over and you feel proud of your space, whether you have a little or a lot of money. So how interested is Jarrett Stolen in interior designers markup, especially on salt and pepper shakers? I mean, this guy, when I went into where and I was doing a little space in there, your husband was so incredible. He was picking up. He goes, how much is this? How much is I just love him so much. He is the king of a checklist. He had a checklist and he was like going through all the items. What a guy that Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. What a trooper. We're going to pay some bills, so hopefully we can continue to do this podcast for a long time. We'll be back with more Calm Down Podcast right after this. (laughs) 
Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just remember, Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm a chain. One of my favorite lines from Steel Magnolias as we welcome you back to the Calm Down podcast. That's when Dolly Parton's hair salon, she becomes a chain. I think that goes very well with our discussion mm-hmm. talking about side hustles. I will be honest, I haven't been great about the IG. I'm going to get back on it, but you should check out the Calm Down podcast on uh, Instagram. Tampa Bay Lightning, they're crushing it, but I'm not going to talk about them anymore on Calm Down Podcast. Why? IG. Someone, you know, it's jinxing Bad superstition. Luck? Yep, Ooh, yep, shit, yep. shit. Didn't help you with your betting. No, it but didn't listen, actually. Keep putting in your DMs because I'm reading them all. I read them all the other day. We put a question out there. We'll ask people to ask us questions about our side hustle, and we have them now, lady. Mm-hmm. We sure do. So, which we appreciate, by the way, yeah. you guys asking questions because look, This is a podcast for everyone. Mm -hmm. First question we got was, this is from Megs0808. Thank you, Megan. Uh, How do you bucket slash organize your time when having multiple businesses slash side hustles? I think that's a great one for you, Erin, who has 75 jobs. I probably, you know what? I don't do it well. I don't do it well right now when I don't have conference calls with teams to get to or planes to get to or games to get to. I feel like my days go faster now. I feel like when it's game day or game week, I do a better job of organizing it. But obviously for me first, listen, Fox is my priority. I know I have to deal with where and I have to deal with other things that I have going on in my life. 
but they, they fit in. I look to see where, you know, my schedule, what it's going to be like that week when I'm traveling, what, Mm -hmm. you know, when our conference calls are going to be. And then we try to fit everything in from there. A lot of text messages, a lot of like calls where you try to fit in everything at once. So you don't have calls throughout the day with where and everything like that. You just have to be really, really smart. And then by the way, you have to deal with having a family and a home mm-hmm. and a husband. And when it's and time making to put them your phone down, what's yep. that? I was just going to say, and not making them feel like they're last yeah. on the totem pole. Well, right. I think I, you and I do this. I know that when it is, especially for you and you have two games during the week, you are very honest with Jared about maybe where he falls on the priority list. And he's like, <laughs> so, but like, he's also really awesome about understanding that's your busy yeah. time. Right. So mm-hmm. when it is the off season, you make a point or a concerted effort. I'm like talking to you. I'm like, where are you at? You're like, I'm going to the grocery store because I'm going to make dinner and I'm going to be a good wife. Yeah. And half the weekend I put my phone on airplane mode so I could ensure that I was yeah. being an active listener when Kyle was talking or doing something. So that's good. So it's just prioritizing. And then since we do work technically seasonally, you much more than I do as my responsibilities are only one day a week. So yeah, seasonal prioritizing for Miss Andrews. Um, Next question comes to us from... She says, working for six years and I hate everything about my job. Is this normal or do I start a side hustle? What do you think? I think before you start a side hustle, you should worry about making yourself happy with your job. I know that I had said, and I forgot where I was, somebody was asking us about doing this for a living. Oh, I was doing a sideline reporter panel last week. I just said, you have to love it because if you don't love it, you're not going to be able to live this life. I have missed all the holidays. I've missed Christmas. I miss Thanksgiving. I miss birthdays. I lost mm-hmm. friends because I couldn't be in their weddings because they wanted me to be a bridesmaid Ew. on the weekend that Alabama LSU got, uh, you know, was playing. Like, who gets married when Duke Carolina plays? That's your freaking problem. Yikes. Not mine. I'm working it, you know? <laughs> By the way, Coach K, love you. Great career. Oh, he was yeah. always one of the best to deal with. Um, anyways, but yeah, you you have to love it. So I would say, and I know my olive oil drinking self would say, Julia... Yeah. You got to figure out what's going to make you happy with this job before you do a side hustle because that's a lot of work. And if you're not happy with your real job, I don't know Mm -hmm. about bringing more in. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, apparently I'm a therapist, you know? Well, hey, I'll I'll sit on your couch any day, sister. And I'm just looking at my olive oil that I'm buying after I get off. Where are we buying that olive oil? I need it. On her site. I think on that Instagram site. Yeah. Got okay. a peppery taste to it. You've really um, ignited a flame in me to, to take care of myself from the inside out. Okay. Oh, yeah. I would say to Julia this. I get you have to pay your bills. So I think the best time to look for a job, sister, is when you have one. So if you say to yourself, okay, I don't like my job, but I mm-hmm. know that I'm using this job to get to the next job, then maybe that can keep you motivated to keep going to that job with a good attitude. Because in the back of your mind, when your boss is being an asshole or anything, you'll be like, I'm fucking leaving this company. Anyways, I hate you so much. Thank you for my paycheck. So I would say stay in your job, but in formulate a plan to get out of it. Because sometimes this haphazard thing of like, fuck it, I'm just going to quit my job. And then now you're depressed because you can't pay your bills. So being responsible, have a game plan while you still have a job. And going back to what Aaron has talked about and, and I've talked about is that what is your passion outside of sports? My passion is home renovation. So build a company or build an idea around something you're genuinely passionate about. Yeah. And 
be patient with it. But you still got to pay your bills. Um, Next question comes to us from Ashley Twitchell, who is so sweet. I actually love this question. She said, how to be confident while talking to a new customer while being genuine and likable. So I'll start with this one, E, just because I have... Like, yeah, I don't talk I to do. my customers. Yeah, Ours I feel like, yeah, like e-commerce. <laughs> <laughs> but that um that idea of I genuinely want to make them happy. So it's not hard for me to want to be kind to them. Um do I get frustrated sometimes when a client will say I want this 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 and this and then I give them this 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 and this and then they go, "You know what? I don't like that." And I go, now I got to redo it all. But ultimately, as someone who's worked in retail a lot in my life, and I worked at Nordstrom's, the customer is always right. And I want those people to keep coming back. And I want them to tell their next three friends that, hey, you know what? I was a pain. I changed my mind. But Carissa was so patient. And so I'm willing to take the hits on the front end of this thing and know that it's a lot more work for me. But my reputation or house and home's reputation um, is far superior to the annoyances, in my opinion. So um, yeah, I deal with clients more directly. But E, I know that like when someone tags wear in a picture or they're wearing a sweatshirt or, you know, all that stuff, like, doesn't that make you feel proud? You know, that's like your product is on someone's back or in their drawer or purchased by them, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and just the fact that they would even look us up and then put their credit card number down to buy us. Yes. It's all very like, it's an emotional experience for me. And they're so excited to tag me on their Instagram. So I'll put it up, which I love doing. And it's really cool. I think one of the, a couple pinch me cry moments I've had was one of the hunt daughters wearing mm-hmm. a chief's sweater. It, the owner of the chiefs the bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Aww. owner of the chiefs uh, after be- they beat the bills in the AFC championship. She's like in the confetti doing, you know, snow angels Aww. and she's holding, you know, in the trophy. And she was saying her wear sweater was good luck. I mean, I literally oh, cried when I saw that. And then Camille, we love Camille, mm-hmm. um, Rob Gronkowski's girlfriend, was doing star jumps, good luck star jumps into a beanie bag as she was watching. <laughs> I think it was like the New Orleans. <laughs> it Fox was a playoff game. game. Yeah. Yeah. And she had Cheater. her tie dye shirt on and she just couldn't be cuter and sweeter with all of that. And um, I was, I think I know you know this. I was working a, it was our last game of the year, regular season. It was Giants, Giants, Cowboys. And um, I was doing a stand up and I got a FaceTime or I got a call and I just put it on mute. I was like, I don't have time for this. It was Giselle FaceTiming me in one of our box shirts. I and I was like, crap, I missed it. But she took a picture <laughs> of her FaceTiming me. So that was pretty fabulous too. So, uh. yes. All those things are um, pinch me moments. And while we don't deal with the customer directly, when they show us that they're wearing our stuff, it, it does mean a lot to our team. And I know that it makes it a lot easier when you get emails or text messages when things go wrong to remember why you're doing yeah, it yeah, in yeah. the first place. Sure. Um, and it always happens, right? You have yep. to deal with all these kind of like struggles and conflicts to make the company better. So, um, yeah, it's just sometimes it's like, why, why did this happen? Did, mm-hmm. Was anyone going to look into this or did I need to do this? Um, yeah. So, yeah. But delegation, my breathe dear, in because your nose, breathe out mm-hmm. your mouth. 
Yes. Well, a few things as we wrap up here. I, you know, evidenced by the questions that we got um, there, and there's some more. We just are out of time. But I love getting questions from you guys. I know Aaron mm-hmm. feels the same. And so whatever you guys ask us kind of dictates what we'll talk about. So don't forget DM the Instagram account. And then also, um, if you have any specific questions as it pertains to business, again, I'm a newbie in this space. Aaron's further down the line. But we'll both keep kicking the can. And we'll be here for you guys every single week. This is Calm Down Podcast. Aaron, I'm going to say this. Drink your juice, Shelby. And by that, I mean your olive oil. I love you. And I'm happy to see you you. smiling. We've been juicing, too, in our house as well. We're doing green juice. All of the things. Can you see that green juice on that that table? There it is. I have a question. How do you make it not so clumpy? Like, do we add more water? It's very clumpy. Oh, you need a better juicer. It's all about Vitamix. Oh, Okay, we'll we'll talk about that. And okay. anyone that's listening, if you've got great juice recipes, send them to Aaron right now. We're gonna work <laughs> well, this we out. We did like two cups of water. It's so really clumpy. So I keep adding more. Put a, that doesn't take like, off the vitamins and minerals, does it? No, but I'd also add lemon ju- lemon juice. Like I said, if you don't want to keep diluting it with water necessarily, like put in something that doesn't have a lot of sugar, which is like you know all the other juices. Oh. Sometimes a good base, like an almond milk. We're all out of time. We'll be back with more <laughs> uh, juice recipes with next our next week. guest, Ina Garden. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Bye. lie. I wish. Bye. Love you. <laughs> um, what, is it really clumpy? Yeah. It's all frothing at the top, and then I keep adding water and we're stirring it. It's a whole thing. Oh, I'm going to send you a good recipe. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 